you know, you don't have to be an artist in order to be creative. Like every single one of us is so creative in different ways and in our own right. And you don't have to be a professional artist. You don't have to do it for a living. And you don't have to, if you want to access your creativity, your innate creativity, it's not something you can just do when you feel inspired. It's really a daily practice. And so what I do in my work and what I share with others is, is really inspiring people to start a daily creative practice, which is really a practice of holding that container for yourself to go deep and go through some inner transformation or even just processing your daily life experiences. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. Happy September. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and today's new episode, honestly, it just feels like a warm hug. Like, I don't know how else to explain this one to you except to say it is so much fun. It is so nourishing. I love Love, love, love connecting with Leia. This is just such a good one. All about creativity, but really creativity as this practice or form of presence and mindfulness. So I want to tell you though a little bit about Leia Van Doren first. She's a creativity coach. She's the podcast host behind the Creative Soul podcast. She's a seeker and collector of stories and seashells. And Leia hosts creativity workshops to help creatives nurture their inner artist, break free of their creative blocks, and be in community and in connection. And if you've been listening to Seek the Joy for a minute, you know how much I love community and connection. And so we really dive into all of this and so much more in today's new episode. We talk about why really we're all creative, the benefits of starting a creative practice and how we can access our own innate creativity through presence and mindfulness. We dive into common blocks and fears around creativity and expression. Leah shares with us her tips and tricks for releasing those blocks and fears. And you're going to hear it too in the episode. I had a huge light bulb moment around creativity, inspiration, and transformation. And Leah actually gets me thinking about a belief I've had around creativity for so long. So I'm telling you, like, this episode is so, so good. Okay, then we talk about the connection between spirituality and creativity, why creativity is actually an act of self-care and rest. Leia then shares with us how she's expressing her creativity right now. We talk all about her beautiful podcast and so much more. One of the reasons why I do this podcast is because I really want you to be able to live a happier more joyful, and just ease-filled life. And so that's why I'm so happy to share that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. The last year and a half, there is no doubt it's been difficult. And that's why I think now more than ever, it's important that we have reliable resources that we can turn to. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. So this is how it works. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's easy and free to change counselors if you don't think the person you're matched with is a good fit. And this service is available for people worldwide too. BetterHelp also offers a broad range of expertise in their counselor network, so you'll get timely and thoughtful responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions too. So as a listener of Seek the Joy podcast, you will get 10% off your first month by going to 
betterhelp.com slash seek the joy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash seek the joy. The link will also be included in our show notes. Today's new episode, this conversation with Leah is so good. And I love what she talks about towards the end of the episode, towards the end of our conversation about how stepping into her own creativity has allowed her to develop greater self-trust and a knowing that she's enough just as she is. And I think that's such a beautiful reminder that all that we have to do at any given moment is just show up as ourselves and that's enough. So I know you're going to love this one. As always, I can't wait to hear what you think. So make sure to join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. No matter where you're tuning in right now, make sure you hit follow or subscribe. If you're on the new Apple Podcast app, there's like a little plus sign in the top right-hand corner. So just make sure you hit that. And I think that's all I've got for you for this intro. I I don't know. I just think you're going to love this one. And I'm on Leia's podcast. I'm on the Creative Soul podcast, so we did a podcast swap. So as soon as that one comes out, I will link it in the show notes. I will put it up on our website under the press tab. Please, please, please check out Leia's podcast. I just know you're going to love it. So without further ado, let's dive into this one all about creativity as a practice of presence and mindfulness with Leia Van Doren. Thank you so much for coming on Seek the Joy podcast. You know, when you and I connected, I just felt like this instant connection. And that doesn't happen like with everybody. You know what I mean? When you sit down to talk to somebody for the first time and you just sort of like connect. So thank you for coming on the podcast. And we just recorded for your show. What was it like two weeks ago? So I'm excited to do this podcast swap. So thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. And I feel this, I feel like we've known each other for like years. And I'm like, Oh wait, we've only met on zoom like twice before. I know this is so fun. (laughs) I think there's something about podcasting in general that allows you to meet really phenomenal people. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just, this journey over the last four years has introduced me to so many wonderful people and you included. Have you had that experience so far? Cause I know you've been podcasting for, it's been a year now, right? It's been a year. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think Probably why I already feel, I mean, we already have this instant connection, but I think podcasting allows you to have like a really deep conversation Mm. that you normally wouldn't have with someone you just met. So it's like, you kind of skip all the small talk and like get really into the deep stuff right away. Real quick. I feel like even just opening, you know, even us just talking and it being the format of a podcast interview, Mm. it kind of opens this like portal and container to really hold that space so that then we just go in real deep and we're like in this kind of vortex bouncing off each other. And then, you know, we leave and it's, it's, it's just, I found it to be such a beautiful Mm. container for really like deep, transformative, honest, real conversations to take place. Yeah. Because there's something very intentional about it. Like you're Mm -hmm. discussing or you're having a conversation for a very specific intentional reason. And when I think about creativity, because you are a creativity coach, you're a podcaster, um, you do all these beautiful things. I don't always think about creativity though, as being that very intentional thing. Mm. I'm curious what your perspective is on creativity. Um, mm. cause sometimes I'd like to think about it for me as like, 
when I'm just going with the flow and I'm letting myself express myself, but I don't know if it's always been this like very intentional practice or, or thing that I do. So I'd love to hear what you think on creativity. Oh, I'm so glad you asked this. This is so perfect because I think the whole, the same thing holds true for creativity. I think Mm. the common misconception is that, you know, either, you know, there's kind of two lines of thought, either only artists are the people who get to create, you know, even like artists that are professional artists, actors, singers, musicians, um, painters, those are the people that are deemed as creative in our society. And there's also this other, you know, type of thought where like, if you are creatively inclined, if maybe you were really creative as a child, mm-hmm. then have lost a little bit of that as you've grown older, there's this idea too of like, well, I'll only create when I'm inspired, when I really feel like I want to, you know, if inspiration strikes me and I want to write a song, like, there we go. But yeah. for me, I, you know, I've, I've lived my whole life as a professional creative, but also, and, and have realized, and this is what I want to share with others that, you know, you don't have to be an artist in order to be creative. Like every single one of us is so creative in different ways and in our own right. And you don't have to be a professional artist. You don't have to do it for a living. And you don't have to, if you want to access your creativity, your innate creativity, it's not something you can just do when you feel inspired. It's really a daily practice. And Mm -hmm. so what I do in my work and what I share with others is, is really inspiring people to start a daily creative practice, which is really a practice of holding that container for yourself to go deep and go through some inner transformation or even just processing your daily life experiences. Um, So for me, that's looks like a lot of journaling, a lot of writing, a lot of like processing and reflecting and, and realizing, you know, deep things in my writing practice, Mm. um, which is a creative practice. And also that can look like taking walks every day and being mindful of what you're seeing. And, and really that intentionality comes into play because that's how you access your creativity by just Mm. being intentional with it. And, and as we see, like with intention, beautiful things can, can arise from that space. I wonder sometimes if we are living our art every day and we just don't know it. Like if we're living our expression every day and we just don't know it, because when you were talking about how there's this common misconception that you have to be an artist, quote unquote, to create, it feels like such a limiting belief or like a block that we have around our creativity. But I've really realized, and I think I only had this realization in the last couple of years, especially since doing this podcast, is that we all have a unique form of expression. And Mm -hmm. through the way in which you carry yourself through the world, how you move, what you do, what you say, it feels like an expression of your own creativity, but we don't think about it that way. Like we don't recognize that. So, and if we have these blocks around creativity, so one being you have to be an artist to create. I think another block that I've noticed in my life, and I'm curious if this is resonates for you too, is like this deep fear around being judged around my creative expression. Totally. What are some other like blocks that you've noticed that come up with people? And then I would love it if you could share any tips, tricks, insights, things that you walk your clients through to start to unblock that mm. sense of like, I can't do this. I'm going to be judged. There's fear here. Yeah, that yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's such an important piece of it. That that 
that that story of like only artists get to be creative yeah. is just that a story and we get to look at that and change it so throughout my work like these common blocks that come up you realize that they're more or less the same for every person like for you mm. feeling like you're gonna be judged feeling like you know what will people think of me how will this be received um that's so normal and I think I think what I've discovered in my creative practice and really combining that with a spiritual practice, because my creative practice is my spiritual practice. Mm. You realize these like limiting beliefs, these blocks that you have surrounding your creativity. It's not just surrounding your creativity. It's surrounding everything you do in your life. Like it it kind of allows you to hold up that mirror to, to really see where else you're holding back, where else you're playing small and creativity itself, because it is such an authentic expression of you. Like your creativity is your soul expressed in art, in music, in, in beautiful things that people then see and receive and are able to, and you know, when it's done best are able to see themselves in you and you're able to hold that mirror up to them by sharing so vulnerably and authentically as you but because it's so authentically you, that's why it can feel so scary and so hard mm-hmm. yeah. to be able to access that part of yourself and then share it with others because you're putting your soul out there for people to look at and to be seen and to criticize and to judge. And all of those fears come up. And I think, first of all, recognizing that that's so normal and that's part of the process and something that, you know, talking about other blocks that people come, come up against is kind of this fear of being seen, of really being seen for who yeah. they are, yeah. um, really not feeling like they're enough, really not feeling like they're talented enough, like they can't write like someone else, they can't draw like someone else, you know, this comparison trap that we get kind of sucked into. Um, all of those blocks, all of those stories, like, again, recognizing that they're just a story. And so with any story that we've, that we've believed our entire lives, it takes time to unwrite that and it takes time to unravel that. So the only way that you can really start to move through those blocks is through practice and through showing up and through facing that yourself again and again and again, and really tuning in and noticing when, you know, if you're faced with that blank page and you're paralyzed and you don't know what to write, or you, you, you know, created something that you want to share with others, but all of these fears are coming up of what will they think? You know, how will they see me? How will this be received? Coming back to like the truth of who you are and really recognizing that you weren't given, you know, you weren't given this gift unless it was meant to be shared and meant Mm. to be expressed and not everything has to be shared with other people, but it's kind of this unlayering process of really realizing what stories you are telling yourself and recognizing that anytime you do something brave, you're going to feel those things come up. So whenever I like, I mean, I've dealt with so many creative blocks as I've deemed them throughout my life, you know, imposter syndrome is a huge one, you know, feeling like, feeling like I'm not qualified. I'm not, um, I'm not good enough. All of these stories, but again, Every time you do it, it does get a little bit easier. And now that I'm able to really recognize these stories for what they are, I can continue to rewrite them. So it's a process and it's Mm -hmm. like, you're never, you know, I've heard from artists or creative people or just, you know, successful entrepreneurs or anyone else who's doing something 
brave. And if you're following your soul's path, that is a brave path because your soul's path can only be lived by your soul. So it's like truly your authentic expression. You're going to have those fears come up, but the more that you can recognize them and sit with them, then you can move through them. Mm -hmm. And I hope it gets easier, but um, I think it does. I think it does with practice, right? Because it's almost like you got to make friends with the fear. Like you got to know it's going to show up. It's always going to show up and you kind of recognize it and see it for what it is and then make the decision for yourself, you know, to either continue to move forward or make a change. And there are two things that came to mind though, when you were just speaking, one is this fear of being seen, which ties into fear of judgment and um, that element of vulnerability. Like what if someone were to really see me? And I found that often that's so tied to like a fear of even seeing ourselves, And part of that fear too comes from, I think, the society that we live in. And I could be totally wrong, but this is just a theory I've been playing with for a while is like, we live in a society where it's so fast paced and there's so much pressure and so many shoulds and expectations and technology and stimulation. And how often do we really get an opportunity to just be present with ourselves Mm -hmm. and to exist in that space of presence? Because when we allow ourselves to do so... I think you let yourself meet yourself where you are. And this might sound so circular, but it's like all I can think about right now is like, if you allow yourself to just see where you are right now, to be present in this moment, you appreciate yourself, you have gratitude for where you are, you let yourself kind of let go of the judgment, you're actually probably letting yourself see yourself for the first time in maybe a long time or just for that moment or that day. And I think if we allow ourselves to see ourselves first and recognize, and sure, we're not perfect. There are going to be things we want to change or improve on, and that's life. But for me, that's kind of taken the edge off of that element of vulnerability, of like being creative or recognizing what my own creativity is, which may totally be different than yours. I think it's just about this element of being present in the moment, because if we allow ourselves to be creative, it's like you, you can't help but be in that moment, like expressing yourself and being who you are. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like lit up because I, you are, you've absolutely like hit the nail on the head. Mm. It's creativity. I'm glad that resonated. Cause I was like, shoot, I, I hope it's is... not circular at all, but like, that's all I could think about when you were talking. That's, that's ab- all that crossed yes. my mind. 1000% because that's all creativity really is. It's a practice of presence. It's a practice oh, of mind. That and is so good, Leah. You, you can't be creative unless you're present. And, and I yeah. think that's why I've tied my creative practice so closely with my spiritual practice because meditation is also a practice of presence. Yoga is also a practice of presence. All of these practices and self-care practices that we do, all they are is allowing ourselves ourselves to get closer to the moment to meet ourselves where we're at. And I think you're so right that that's, that's another underlying fear of not so much how people will see you, but what will happen when you see yourself, what will happen when you listen to your own inner voice and not be constantly bombarded with all of everyone else's opinions and thoughts. I mean, I think our distraction in our society with work, with social media and us being kind of plugged in 24 seven, I think it's really detrimental to our own unique creativity and perspectives because we don't give ourselves that time and space to actually sit with ourselves and really tune in to how things feel, tune in to what we think, to what we, you know, 
believe about the world, we're constantly, you know, we don't even realize how many messages we're constantly being bombarded with 24 seven. Like, and I, and I noticed for myself, even, you know, if I've gotten too sucked into social media, my creativity really starts to dry up because I'm not taking that time to listen to myself. I'm just taking that time to listen to everyone else but me. And it's a really scary thing for people. And I mean, I know it for myself too, of when you really sit down with yourself in that stillness Mm -hmm. and in that like quiet, because it's uncomfortable because we're not, we don't live modern day society like that, but it's so necessary and important for not only your mental health, but your spiritual and emotional health, your physical health, And, you know, that's what it comes down to. It's the practice of presence. And that's where your creativity can only be found. And it's the place where your creativity can only be expressed by really tuning in, like quieting the external noise and listening to your inner creative soul. Mm -hmm. I'm really touched though by like what you said that your creative process is so tied to your spiritual practice. And the more that you were speaking, the more it made sense to me because you kept saying it's about getting closer to the moment. It's about this element of mindfulness to really allow yourself to either sit still or find inspiration within or find inspiration external to you, but making sure it's not from, you know, excessive noise or other people, but really being mindful of, I think, where this is coming from. And so if someone is listening to this right now and they're like, okay, I may be blocked, like my creativity might be blocked. I don't know, but I'm ready to sort of create a spiritual creative practice for myself or just a creative practice. Um, where where do you suggest is a good place to start? Mm, such a good question because this can go so many different ways depending mm-hmm. on like who you are. I will say what's worked for me and what's worked for clients and I teach these creativity writing workshops. Yes. It's, it, I call them creativity workshops, but they're really kind of a blend between guided meditation and a journaling practice. And so in those workshops, we always start with a meditation, which allows you to really kind of tap into that sense of stillness. So, you know, turning off everything and you can do this at home, you know, if you can turn off all those distractions and really sit with yourself. Maybe you take three deep breaths just to center, just to center yourself, just to tune in with the moment. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a long meditation in our workshops. I guide them, you know, I guide the whole thing, but If you're at home alone and you want to just take that moment to really just check in with yourself, even going for a walk can be your mindfulness practice. doesn't have to be a seated meditation. And then next, what I love to do is, and I'm sure you've heard of this too, but Julia Cameron calls it the morning pages. Mm -hmm. Um, But taking the morning pages and allowing yourself to do a brain dump. So it's that same kind of thinking where it's stream of consciousness. You're not, you're not thinking while you write, you just write. I think Another misconception is that we we think we have to have something to say in order to write. But mm-hmm. what I found in my writing practice is that when I start, I don't know what I'm going to say. I allow my, I allow the writing to tell me what I'm going to say. So the first couple sentences or even the first couple pages might be, you know, fluff, brain fluff. Like even when I do them, I'm like, I'm tired. I'm hungry. I want to go to the bathroom. Like, (laughs) you know, all of these mundane thoughts that you don't even realize you have, you know, allow that to come out on the page. And then there's something that happens usually towards like the second page, or if you're doing like a five minute brain dump, usually in that like two and a half minute mark, three minutes, 
you realize that suddenly you've kind of moved through some of the resistance Mm. and you find yourself in a deeper state of flow, a deeper state of presence where maybe you're really getting to process something that happened to you that day or that week. And you're just giving yourself that time. And you find, you know, it's that kind of that idea of like, if you want to start a practice, but you're really feeling a lot of resistance to it, just doing, you know, telling yourself, I only have to do one minute of this. I only have to do five minutes of this. And suddenly it's easier to start. Like you have to kind of trick yourself into starting. Cause I think starting oh, yeah. is the hardest thing, mm-hmm. but then once you start, you, you want to, you find that you find that flow and you want to keep going. And so I definitely recommend brain dumps, just allowing yourself to just write without editing and really seeing, you know, what kind of mirror that holds up to you. And mm-hmm. then in my creative workshops, then we do a whole series of prompts. Um, but the prompts are really based off this idea of meeting yourself where you're at and knowing that you don't need to do anything else, but meet yourself where you're at. Start with where you're at. So if you're grumpy, if you're resistant, if you don't want to do it, but you're showing up anyways, start with that. And then it's so beautiful to see where you end up because Mm -hmm. it's, it's totally transformative. You'll end up in a different place than where you started. And I think a creative practice is that it's just continuously showing up, meeting yourself where you're at and allowing yourself to be transformed as you, as you go along the process, as you flow in your creative practice. And it's, it's just, it's life-changing. I have another, um, I have another practice that I've been doing every day of 2021. I think that this is a really accessible practice. Um, it's called 10 things and it's a journaling practice where every day I sit down and I write 10 things that I have thought about experienced, seen. So it's really kind of a form of short form journaling, but your 10 things could be like a word, a sentence. So it's really low, a really a low level of commitment, but it's, it's such a beautiful, simple practice that really allows you to pay attention, to really be present in your everyday life. And when you sit down at the end of the day, I mean, similar with a gratitude practice, if you're writing down things that you were grateful for, it's kind of just that like simple chance to mm-hmm. reflect on what happened to you that day. How did you feel? Did you see anything that inspired you? And that kind of brings me to like inspiration because I think inspiration is something Mm -hmm. that again we started talking about in the beginning of how you know most people only create when they feel inspired but when you really show up in this way and create a practice a daily practice you realize that inspiration exists anywhere and everywhere like inspiration is here all the time Mm -hmm. it just depends on how you look at it and if you're really seeing it if you're really taking that time to see it So definitely would recommend starting there, something simple like that. And then of course I have all the books and and all the resources that I love to recommend. This is so funny because I was actually going to ask you if you picked up any new practices like in this year, but you already answered it. I love this idea of like 10 things and writing down 10 things that you observed or witnessed throughout the day. And what you just spoke about with inspiration is really challenging a way that I have been thinking over the last couple of years. I've only sat down to journal or to meditate or to read um, or to pick up my practices when I have felt inspired because otherwise it just felt like I was sort of like walking through very heavy mud or sand. Mm -hmm. And as you were speaking, I realized a couple of things. I feel like this whole podcast is about me realizing things in the the moment. (laughs) I'm having like a Kylie Jenner, like I'm realizing things. (laughs) Um, But 
something that you said about the transformation that takes place when you pick up or begin or allow yourself to move through a creative practice that resonates for you. And something that I kept thinking about was like, as you are moving through the resistance, through that heavy mud or that heavy sand, in those Mm -hmm. moments where you don't feel inspired, I wonder if you're really allowing yourself to experience a transformation that wouldn't take place otherwise. Because Mm -hmm. if we only do something creative, if we only tap into that sense of creativity, when we feel excited or inspired, are we like holding ourselves back from that element of transformation Mm -hmm. that would take place? And so you're really like challenging my thinking here. Like this is something I feel like I really need to sit with because all those moments where I don't feel inspired, if I were to just sit down and like, brain dump, so to speak, on the page, like what would come through? What would I maybe like pushing away to allow something else that's supposed to come through to come through? Do you know what I mean? So I love this practice. I love the workshops that you talked about because one of the things I wanted to make sure we spoke about was your work as a creativity coach and really moving people through this practice. So anyway, long story short, you're really making me think a lot about this element. Maybe it's more like a connection between inspiration and transformation that you don't need to wait for inspiration to strike, to allow yourself to be transformed in a moment. I love, I love that because I literally, like, I feel like all cylinders of my brain are like popping (laughs) off right now. (laughs) Yeah. I love that because I think it, it, it brings the power back to you. Oh yes. you hold that power and you always have that power to shift wherever you're at, whatever mindset you're in. And it's all about like really tuning into you. And and this is something I talk a lot about too, about like our creative cycles. And we go through periods of, of, of seasons where, you know, one season we might be super inspired. We we're really inspired to take on all the projects and we have a lot of motivation and inspiration. And then, then there are those periods where we really need to kind of rest and reflect, and maybe you're not picking up your creative practice. And so it's kind of a, a fine dance to, to really tune into of like, am I just in a particular season where instead of forcing myself to do this practice, do I need to actually let that go and find it somewhere else? Or is it a matter of just sitting down and starting and like mm. overcoming that initial resistance? I think both things are true, right? And they like can I, exist at the same time, right? It's totally. just about being able to tap in and see where you are, which makes right. me feel like honoring those cycles that you're talking about is, it makes me think about self-care. Like mm. it really does. Like this connection between honoring the cycle that you're in, but also allowing yourself to tap in and see, is this just resistance that's showing up? Like there's such a interesting connection, I think, between creativity and self-care. Absolutely. And I think, I think that's where I've, I came at like my work from a place of really an artist minded perspective, because I have been an artist and I am an artist and I've always been an artist. But I think when I say that I kind of melded my creative and my spiritual practice together, that's what my creative practice then became of just a practice of mindfulness, Hmm. which is a practice of self-care. And so I'm really passionate about kind of changing people's perspectives on creativity, changing it from that, like, well, it's a thing that only artists do. It's I'm not creative. You know, I, I don't do anything creative. I'm just not creative and really transforming it into creativity as a self-care practice. And when you engage in a creative practice, I mean, we talked about kind of numbing or 
quieting all the external noise and, and getting rid of all those distractions, creativity, when you're in a state of flow, I mean, there's science out there that like shows when you're, when your brain is in a state of flow and that's access through creativity, your brain waves are the same as it, it is. If you did like a deep meditation practice, wow. it's that like mindful rest that actually gives you time. Like your brain will actually rest on a deeper level when you're in that state of flow, when you're in that state of presence, um, that like can nourish you and inspire you and fill your cup so much more than let's say our other self-care practices, which could be, you know, our normal self-care practices, which could sometimes look like binging Netflix, which I feel like it's a common, again, a common misconception that people think, oh, that's self-care. I'm taking, taking care of myself. And of course, there are days when you need that. And again, it's tuning into what you need and giving yourself what you need when you need it. Yeah. But that 20 minutes of, of painting or 20 minutes of writing can bring you to such a deeper, more centered, more relaxed, more nourished place mm. than, you know, three hours of your favorite reality TV show, you know? Yeah. So is it about allowing creativity to not only be that sense of expression or inspiration, but also maybe rest for yourself too. Like, I'm just so curious about this. I can't remember if we talked about rest on your podcast or in the first time you and I met, we talked about rest at some point. I just can't remember, but I'm curious on our our podcast. Yeah. Like creativity is a form of rest. Like when you're really tapped in and you're in that flow state or you're just allowing yourself to express yourself maybe it's allowing a part of yourself to decompress, to rest, to get that nourishment because there are all these different types of rest. There's mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. And, you know, we sometimes don't even know like which form we need to tap into. Yeah. I think, yeah, this is something that I've kind of struggled with because I think I am such a type A, like want to do all the things all the time. But when you're accessing your like true creativity and you're in that true state of presence and flow, it's kind of an act of letting go, Mm. an act of surrender. It's an act of trusting yourself and something larger than yourself. I think when you're really accessing that state, you're connected to not only yourself, but you're connected to other people. You're connected to the universe, whatever that is for you. And you know, when, and it really is that element of like letting go of getting out of your own way. Cause I think in, in my head, this is where I've struggled where I'm like, well, if I'm not writing every day, then I'm not creative. If I'm not Mm. working on a creative project, then I'm not creative. Like I, I really have had to undo my ideas of productivity in, in creativity. And and I think when I first when I first like was really setting out on this work, I still was very much operating from that place of like, well, I have to, you know, write a, write a second poetry book. I have to, you know, create a project. I have to be constantly working on something, but over the last, you know, two years. And and I think COVID and quarantine really helped with this of like really slowing down and allowing yourself to just explore and be Mm. curious and follow those little nudges of curiosity and getting out of your own way so that you're not forcing yourself to create something so that you can then share it with others. It's more about this like nourishing practice where you can just sit down and you don't have to be anyone else but yourself 
Yeah. And you don't have to say or try or be anything. You just have to be, mm-hmm. and you just have to allow. And that in itself, like that, like, oh, just like mm-hmm. a sigh of relief. It Huge. feels so good. Yeah. And that's when like, I mean, I've seen it in my own practice when I really get to that place. That's when like my inspiration is on fire. And that's when I'm like lit up and inspired and feeling so connected to everything around me. Yeah. It's really that practice of just surrender. Mm. How are you expressing your creativity right now? Like, what does that look like for you? Oh, wow. That's such a, oh, I love this question because it really, it really does change. You know, Mm -hmm. it really does change moment to moment. Currently, well, I, I have been, um, the podcast has been a huge place of creative expression, um, and a place of really allowing myself to share my voice, Mm. um, in such a, in such a real way. I think I've really, you know, connected to my writing voice over the past couple years. And, you know, before, before uh, all this, I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to do musical theater. And so I really never thought of myself as a writer. Mm. And over the past couple of years, I've really connected back to my writing voice and really allowing myself to express myself through writing. And I think the next stage of that is really allowing myself to like talk and share my voice like in real time. And so the podcast actually has been a huge place of creative expression. Um, I still do my 10 things every day, which is Mm -hmm. also a beautiful place. And I think too, I love the kind of art or the kind of creativity that allows us, I think the writer Anais Nin said this, but she says, we write to taste life twice, like once in the experience of it. And then once in the retrospection of it, of the reflection of it. And I love, I love that idea because you're, like you said, your life is your art, Mm -hmm. just experiencing and living life as a human being. You are creating a masterpiece. You are creating your story, your living, breathing piece of art. And so for me right now, it's really just in the living of it and then getting that moment to be able to reflect it and process some of the experiences and let it be what it is. You know, I don't have to make it be something. I just allow it to let it be what it is. And it's just gorgeous. It's just like, oh, it fills me up so much. So I love this so much. I can't even tell you, you know, there's something you said much, much earlier in our conversation about how we often feel we have to have something to say in order Mm -hmm. to write. And it brings me to what you just said about sharing your voice. Often we feel like we have to have something very purposeful or intentional or big in order to share our voice. And something that I talk about all the time, something that I feel so strongly about is like, we all have a story to share. We all have a voice that's meant to be heard. So the process of you stepping into your voice and sharing it in this way, because I know you have such a beautiful journey growing up in musical theater. You spent time in an ashram. I mean, you've had like so many lives over, but this process of stepping into owning your voice And I think, I bet you anything, the podcast has served as like a a way to heal 
that element of yourself. Like there's this aspect of healing that comes through podcasting, through sharing your voice. So can you share with everybody what the Creative Soul Podcast is about and like the kind of conversations you have? Because I've been listening to it a lot over the last couple of weeks and I can hear like you step into your voice more and more. Have you Mm -hmm. felt that way too? Like as the last year has gone Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that. First of all, I feel like I really like, mean it. I really, I feel really like mean you've it. seen me and that's oh. again, all we can ask for to really all like can ask for is to allow ourselves to see ourselves yeah. first and then allow ourselves to be seen by others because absolutely it's been such a process of healing. And it's funny. I was actually thinking about that this morning because I remember I started the podcast a year ago. We just celebrated episode 50. So by the time this comes out, maybe, you know, who knows where we'll be. You'll be, be well at. into year two by this, like this <laughs> coming out in a month. So you'll be into it yeah. for sure. Yeah. So yeah, the creative soul podcast is all about exploring this intersection of creativity and spirituality. And I talk to all different kind of people in the, in both the creative space, but also in this spiritual wellness, mindfulness space. Um, and really just asking people about their creative process, how they experience their creativity, some of their creative practices that they do, some of the resources that they love. Um, but really just kind of a space to talk about creativity. Cause I, it's like something that I, it's my whole life. I think about it all day long. I, um, you know, engage in it. And I see it in my clients and really just like these soulful, inspiring conversations always inspire me so much. And I know that when I'm struggling with something in my own creative process or my own creative practice, getting to be able to talk to people that I admire and see that they struggle with it too, or that's something that they deal with too. And like, it just reminds you so much that you're not alone. And Mm -hmm. I think as artists, I think A lot of the times artists and creatives, like it's kind of a solitary practice unless you're doing something that's really communal, like theater or dance. But when we're accessing that true creativity can feel like, can feel really alone. You know, I'm imagining the writer locked up in their room and just writing alone. Yeah. But you realize that you're so much more connected than you thought. And it's funny you say kind of, you've heard it in my voice of like really stepping into my voice because Oh, I was saying that this morning I was, I'm moving right now. So I'm like trying to go through all my stuff. And I found this necklace that a friend gave me and it's this like blue necklace. And I remember it's like this little necklace with a blue stone. Yeah. And she gave it to me last summer because I remember I was realizing that I think I had this block in my throat chakra of like not really sharing my truth, not really expressing my voice. And she gave me this necklace and was like this this, like someone had given it to her and it's this blue necklace. So the blue correlates to the throat chakra. She's like, I want you to have this. And it was such a sweet gift. And so I've kept it, but I didn't real. I just remembered this morning. I was like, wait a second. She gave me this necklace. And then like a month later, I started the podcast and I didn't even make that connection of like how powerful and transformative this medium of podcasting has been in really trusting myself and like letting go out of my own way. You know, I remember first having conversations really like, Oh no, like, I hope I say the right thing. What, (laughs) you know, I hope I ask the right questions. I hope that I don't sound stupid. Like all All of those thoughts, of course. And now it feels like I've really kind of, I feel this shift in myself that 
it's, I've stepped more into just the place of trusting and trusting that I don't actually have to have everything prepared. I can just show up as myself in this moment and trust that like the magic happens with this state of presence, with this level of, of meeting ourselves where we're at. I mean, it's, it's just so connected. So it's so cool. It's so cool. I, I don't know. I have nothing to say to that. Just that ditto (laughs) echo it a hundred percent. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, nothing happens by accident. The timing of that, that necklace is beautiful. I don't know. It's just been a really cool journey, I think, for you and for me as well, in terms of allowing ourselves to step into our voice in that way and that element yeah. of healing. And you're just getting started. You're yeah. just getting started. Well, I have I have loved this conversation with you. I mean, it, it. I cannot even tell you how much the last 40 minutes have meant to me. You've opened up my mind, my thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm literally going to take all of this to heart in terms of inspiration and creativity and allowing ourselves, I think, to move through that element of transformation as we, we tap great, like into that creative practice. Like the more you do so, you're allowing things to alchemize and move and resistance will break down. And just so many beautiful things came out of this conversation. So Leia, where can everybody find you, connect, learn more, tune into the podcast, all all of the things? Yes. Well, thank you. I feel like just magic again magic happens when we when we open these types of portals so yeah. thank you for setting this container um and yeah i you can find me on instagram at leia van doren my website leiavandoren.com i have a weekly newsletter that i send out with um stories about my own creative process and tricks to to kind of move through some of that resistance and resources and so you can find that on my website and then when you sign up for the newsletter I have a free guided writing meditation. Um, so kind of you're allowing yourself to kind of practice this in real time. Um, it's a recording that you can do on your own time. And then the podcast is the creative soul podcast on Apple, on Spotify. Um, and yeah, just so grateful for you and our conversation on my podcast. Definitely check that out. We had an awesome conversation about, about these ideas really about rest and really allowing yourself to give yourself permission to be exactly who you are and that's all we can do i'm going to put everything in the show notes and then as soon as the episode on your podcast comes out too i'll link it in the show notes so everybody please listen to it i love doing these podcast swaps like so much good beautiful stuff comes out of it and by the way thank you for being my first podcast episode in my new space which is not done so if you're tuning in on youtube we're not done like i still need to decorate behind me but we're figuring (laughs) it out so thank you leah this was so wonderful so much fun and i'm really excited to share it yes thank you so much Denny. Seek the Joy podcast is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created, produced, and hosted by me, Sydney Weiss. You can tune into all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're enjoying the show, hit follow and leave us a five-star rating and review. Make sure to join the community, join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. And don't forget, you can actually watch today's new episode and all of our episodes on our brand new YouTube channel. Click that link in the show notes to subscribe and tune in. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday.